What's up, everybody? <laughs> Found the ball to my chair. Awesome. <laughs> ah, short of host, but hopefully not short of the content. Welcome to Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Mar- yeah. Mark is here. Yes, hello. This is Francis. Yeah. Anthony's here. Oh. No David. Sorry, here. Wrong, wrong podcast. No David. We'll miss David. We're moving into Christmas territory. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're blending in in uh, Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time you guys hear this, it'll probably be uh, after Christmas time. Yeah. But that's that's cool. But not a new year yet. Not quite a new year yet. No, no. New year, same us. <sighs> you know. With that being said, I figured to go to go off on like a not to go off on a rant or digress mm-hmm. like too mm-hmm. far too far to start to start this. I would like to be the first person to say goodbye. To 2020. Are you the first one? I feel like other people have said that. Or you mean just specifically on this podcast? Like, like here. Okay. On like, this platform. Okay, so I'm going to be the first person on okay. this platform to say goodbye. I'm going to wait. To 2020. I'm going to wait. Goodbye. So I think I'm like fourth now. Right? <laughs> you know, it was, uh, it was definitely an interesting year. Um, <laughs> now... You know, and you know, personally speaking, like I definitely didn't have it like as hard as like I know, like I, I assume some. I mean, and we're not gonna get. Pol- I'm not gonna get political or like go over like the news. I don't even watch that shit. I I saw something briefly like passing by TV today that there's possibly like another strand of the coronavirus Supposedly. that's like going around. Okay, sweet, cool. So what does that mean? Like now we're just all like organizing mass suicide. Is that is that like the next step or? But w- regardless, <clears throat> yeah, regardless, whatever. We try the whiskey's very good, by the way. Good. I enjoy that. Um, I also, I definitely personally didn't have it like bad, mm-hmm. like or as bad, I should mm-hmm. say. I mean, you know, like there's the trying times, like you know, you just get sick of stuff and sure. you just want to, you know, go out and do things that were, you know, taken away from you. Or yeah, I mean, there's definitely been adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, speaking like just like a, as like the like the podcast sense. I mean, this is our third year of existence, and I mean, if you if you've hung out with us, I mean, and like actually thank like you. <laughs> yes, one thank you very much. Like you, you know, it actually means the world to us because we enjoy doing this, which is mm-hmm. why we keep doing this. Uh, so, no matter the number of listeners and whatnot, and like the feedback and whatnot, but it, like if you. If you're tuning in episode to episode, I mean, like that's awesome. Like mm-hmm. we, like we're so appreciative of that. Um, the first two years, I mean, we were building traction and being able to get like regular guests mm-hmm. and regular in studio guests, and like this year was like a challenge and a wrinkle to that sense because mm-hmm. 
you know, you can't have the person-to-person contact. Right. I mean, we even had stretches where it's like, I don't even know if we even we should be in the same room together. Right. Because, you know, we... we ones and right. We had... Because we, we all have our personal Zoomies. situations that, right. you know, unfortunately, our decisions affect other people's yeah, decisions. So, you know, we have to do the right thing kind of a deal. Whether we agree with it, disagree with it, don't believe in it, like, whatever the case may be. It's like, you know, it is what it is. You got to do it. Kind of a thing, but... The trend for us, obviously, was, like, a lot different, and we weren't able to do, like, as many uh, live appearances. We weren't able to put shows together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we can count on one hand how many bands we actually had in studio. I know we, we forced a few of them in there just for our sanity and probably you guys as listeners' sanity kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony brought it up, obviously, the live show thing. I mean, Christ, I haven't been to a concert since fucking february it's been a while or something like that that, maybe the first week of march and Mm -hmm. um as a musician also we haven't played we haven't played and like i know anthony has more like i have two projects anthony's got even probably more than that that have it just sucks because like you kind of have this base especially if you're starting kind of before or just at the start of the yeah, the COVID because you know you want to get out there, you want to start playing shows, you start making tunes, you know, kind of start selling yourself a little bit, and you can't do that as much. I mean, you could do the live stream stuff, sure, but it's just not, it's not the same. No, and <clears throat> I haven't been a part of one of those yet on like the performing end. Um, I've seen one. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but it's, it's weird. Like, it's weird because I think the hardest thing, and, and, and people who stream and stuff like like you can't all understand as well. But the 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 one and only one I've done. Is, or two, technically. The thing is, is that you have, like, like a delay. You know what I mean? So you don't get the, the instant gratification that you would at a normal show. You know what I mean? Like, you oh, don't sure. know exactly. It's And you don't know how you sound because you're doing it in kind of a weird space and it's not made for that. And is the microphone even picking up the sound? It's it's a whole thing. Like, it's it's a lot, a lot of, like, small details that you can't really tell. And energy alone. I mean, like, you draw right. energy from crowd and it's like when the crowd's not there it's like you're creating your own energy and it's just that's a that's a whole different dynamic and yeah i think even moving forward like i said like i've, I've spoken in pre like episodes past like i think that's gonna be kind of like a wave of the future like there's mm-hmm. gonna be a little bit more of that even like when we do get back to normal but the lack of shows the lack of attending shows the lack of playing shows i mean that's been just weird like it's mm-hmm. it's been an off year and you know you chalk it up to it, it is what it is got to do it got to do it, follow the rules you got to do like whatever that way hopefully we can someday move forward exactly i thought one of the things that like i'm personally confused about it's like you know when we started making all these sacrifices like we've literally sacrificed like our summer of our life yep and it was supposed to be in preparation for handling this in the future. And, like, uh-huh. the future hasn't come yet. Right. So, like, we're still stuck in, like, that weird limbo thing. Um, <clears throat> but not to be the dead. My hopes for 2021, obviously, is that, like, we move forward and back into, like, some form of normal. That'd be nice. We can come back with, like, the content that we definitely enjoy. And mm-hmm. that's uh, interacting with, like, musicians. Sure. Um, getting out to shows, putting on shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
it's a lot of work, but I love doing it. Like, mm-hmm. um, everybody that we've always, anybody that we've ever played with, I mean, we've always had the time of our lives, like on those yeah. nights. Oh, and yeah. so, twenty twenty, kind of suck, man. Bye. You kind of suck. You know, it's it, it, the other thing is like you know. You celebrate the turn of the century, like year 2000 comes. It's like, oh, turn of the century. Oh, cool. And then, like, you start celebrating <laughs> the decades. It's like, oh, man, the, the fucking 2000s blue, man. Or the teens blue, man. Here come the 20s. Well, the start of this decade really blew. <laughs> We're not off to a good start. Like, no, this was a bad year one mm-hmm. for this decade. Like and rough lift off. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and it's like. Not, not to bring back like a like a corny nickname, but like you know we gotta get those roaring twenties back, man. Something like we gotta, we gotta we gotta wake some people like wake some shit up. And those and, sweet hats, yeah. Got it. Yeah, that's cool, man. Like whatever. If if we have to start walking around like tuxes and like a whole bunch of layers of clothing, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, whatever. that's cool. I'm down. Anything that gets us out of this hell. Pretty much. I think it would be nice. I guess the cool thing is, though, like, you know, because the music industry obviously changed in, like, the last year. The singles mm-hmm. are coming out, like, Fast and Furious. Even local artists. Like, I know, like, just, like, following, like, my Facebook feed and, like, whatnot. Like, guys would be like, oh, work was canceled today. Wrote a new song. Here yeah. you go, guys. Enjoy. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I guess in in a positive note, I mean, a lot of these, these bands and stuff have had time to kind of create a little more and, and you know maybe kind of dwell into something different i mean you've seen a lot of uh co- collaborations now with different you know bands and whatnot even crossing genres here and there i think because we have the time to do it you know what i mean like so in 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 a more positive light i suppose to uh to go back to the ultimate thank you though like obviously we we understand that like life kind of changed for like pretty much everybody and like routines literally change for like everybody so however you consume podcasts or music like in the past is being done like a little bit differently if we were used to be like your commute to work you might not have had said commute to work so like you know putting the time aside to actually listen to like any portion of our content of our uh, ramblings you are you are greatly appreciated like you you have no idea. And hopefully, like, moving forward, like I said, everything starts getting back to normal and, like, mm-hmm. our content will come back fuller, stronger, and better because I know even we've had stretches where we go- we've gone missing and, unfortunately, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. The, the way it went. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I love you guys. We love you guys. We love doing this. That's why we keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And fuck you, 2020. That's the beer review. Is that not yet? Did you do that wrong? I'm trying to fill it for Dave, too. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. Dave would have uh, took in this conversation over and like would have went off like some kind of rant about like the uh, <laughs> record industry. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, like how they're controlling the uh, masses. and uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and, and why cinnamon rolls are only cinnamon and nothing else. <laughs> All right, let's talk about stuff. All right. Heavy metal headlines. So to to end a year, and now that we've gone over all the bad stuff that have happened this year, uh, we're going to be a little more on the positive side. And I have found from the injection of metal, metal injection, 
the readers of said, um, what, is it, what would you consider this? The uh, we'll call it Ezine. Ezine? Ezine? Okay. Ezine. Right. I like Ezine. Sure. Uh, this is the readers of this Ezine, uh, top albums of said 2020. Um, always, lo- always love these. It's neat to kind of see. Um, they have a percentage and how many votes as well. Let's see, out of, if we had to, over 30,000 votes have been tallied. So, let's start, you know, there is 100 of these, I'm not going to do 100 of them, I figure I'll start at 30. Yeah. Go up, cut it a little bit. But uh, starting at 30, we have Cataclysm, Unconquered, with 298 votes, which is 0.92%. That shows how many, like, vast amount there are. No, I'm sorry. These came out this year? Yeah, these are all 2020. Those 100 albums came out? I mean, I'm sure there's more, but... Man, I'll only, like, listen like five. Uh, 29 is Loathe. Okay. I let it in, and it took everything. Ha! Uh, unless you got married. Um, <laughs> 304 <laughs> votes at a point nine four percent I don't know this band, so I, I can't... It was definitely a virtual wedding. <laughs> it had to be. Zoom wedding, please. Uh, 28 is Catatonia with City Burials. I've heard of them. 318.98%. Pretty noisy, if I remember. Uh, it seems to be a lot of these are in that. <clears throat> uh, moving up to Dark Tranquility. Ooh, that's a good Getting one. Getting into the 1% here. Uh, Moment is the album with 342 votes. Uh, 26 is Black Crown Initiate. Violent Portraits of Doomed Escape. Never heard that one. 343 at 1.06%. Uh, 25, we got Ingested, uh, where only gods may tread, 351. Ingested is definitely noisy. It's got to be. A lot of blast Usually, if it's some kind of um, internal organ like action. Yeah, something to do with the intestine. It's probably loud. (laughs) 24, we have... That's kind of weird. We have have a random one. 24 is The Ocean, with... uh, Fainer Ozik? Ozik? Two? We've, uh, heard of, we've heard of the ocean. We have friends that heard of the ocean. That was the uh, g- the band that our friends at Hotel Graffiti. God, that's right. You're right. Yes. We're opening yes. for. Um, I forget if that show. I think that show got canceled. Well, probably because of the name here, because no one can fucking pronounce it. <laughs> Fenerozoic? Zoic? Fen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's when you just say it quickly. Phenerozoic. Sure. Two. Phenerozoic. Two. Mesozoic. Zoic. Mesozoic. Cenozoic. All right. Well, they're very oceanic. Baby's so first alien. Crustacean. Crustacean. <laughs> like the crab. I, that's where I would go with that. All right. Like, one of these things is not like the other. So it's weird. Between twenty-four and twenty-three. Oh, you know what? It's a tie. That's why. So 23, we have the Acacia Strain with Slow Decay. And Maryland, natives. And Marilyn Manson, We Are the Chaos. Okay. So if that's not, you know, kind of a, a boast for Acacia, you know what I mean, that you're on par with Marilyn Manson, like, it's going to be good, right? I think Acacia Strain actually has, like, a sneaky cult following. They must. Like, a they weird, like, really, sneaky underground really cool cult following. shirts, though. And, I mean, they, they tour nationally. Like, mm-hmm. they're... Yeah, they they get a, they get border to border. Uh, number twenty two is Witch Taint. Yeah, they're, they're noisy. I'm gonna leave that there. Uh, Sons of Wit Midwestern Darkness. That doesn't really match the whatever. 
at 385 votes. Uh, number 21, Marcus. August Burns Red with Guardians. Guardians is a great album. Great uh, album. 393 votes at 1.21%. Uh, moving in the 20s. Uh, See, 1.21% of 30,000 would be 300. <laughs> math that I don't want to do. 304 people. I mean, it says it next to it, so. 393 people. Christ, I didn't even look. <laughs> you were close, though. That's not bad. That's not bad. A lot better than my guessing of the, uh, I don't know. Hey, we go. Old school cult action right here. Uh, number 20, Napalm Death. Mm. Throws of joy in the jaws of defeatism. Napalm Death never did anything for me, personally. Uh, they, You know, the thing about Napalm Death is that they've, I feel like they've been somehow part of a lot of other bands. Like Volbeat, the song Evelyn, has the lead singer of Napalm Death throughout it. It's very weird. Yeah, they get around their horse. You know what I mean? Uh, and number 19 is Paradise Lost. Obsidian with 414. Uh, number 18 is Avatar with Hunter Gatherer. Nice. Yep. Uh, 416. <coughs> um, number 17 is Anal Nathrak and Darkment. And Darkment. Ah, great album. Um, definitely noisy, I assume. Eh? That's a uh, single that I should right? Yes. Yep. That's it. That's why I said that <clears throat> this is why I love melodic. heavy music. Melodic. Uh, beautiful <laughs> melodic chorus. as hell. Uh, 437 at 1.34%. 16 is Lorna Shore, which that sounds familiar, but I, I, I can't put my finger on it. Lorna Shore? Ish. Yeah, eh, no. Uh, the album we're speaking of is Immortal. Uh, 439. Moving to number 15 is Alcarit. Alcarit, right? Also, it sounds right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stare into death and be still at 454. Okay. Uh, 14 is bleed from within. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fracture. 480 votes, 1.48%. Number 13 is within destruction. Yokai is the album. 481 votes. Number 12, unleash the, unleash the archers. Uh, another another cult follower. Yeah. Like people Female love these fronted, guys. too. Uh, uh, three piece, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Uh, 548, I believe. Weren't they on our women of metal? Mike, right? Uh, they might have been, and I don't recall them. I don't think they get very high. But no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apparently we didn't love them. No. Uh, number 11 is Killer Be Killed. Mm. Reluctant Hero. 560 votes. They're pretty fun. All right, last 10. Now we're getting to the big names. Uh, number 10 is Igor. Three R's. Uh, spirituality and distortion, one point seven three percent. Noisy power metal. Number nine is Code Orange. Underneath, four ninety seven. Great album. One point eight four. Great, great album. Uh, number eight is Ozzy Osbourne with Ordinary Man. Six twelve, one point eight eight. Yeah, gotta be into it. That's all. That's all that is. Uh, I feel like a lot of these. Um, seven is Testament, Titans of Creation. 649 votes at exact 2%. That was actually kind of amazing because, like, Testament's like getting to, like, ever. older than dirt. <laughs> like, literally, like, older, like, I'm trying to think if they were actually, like, like pre Metallica. I think, I think I Metallica so. got them by, like, maybe a year or two. And then, like, Testament was, like, right there, kind of a thing. Like, arguably, rightfully one of the big four in Thrash, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's another story. Um, number six is actually Mr. Bungle. The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny. Oh, God. There's all kinds of J-weirdos. So, 
Love you, you, Jay. You know how, what the whole thing with Mr. Bunga, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have Ian from Anthrax that re kind of started it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think that's why. Because it's, I mean, I haven't done anything. And to kind of bring it all back like that. You know what and I mean? The, the most successful supergroup. That's pretty much what that it's is. weird. It's very strange. Uh, that's a cult following. And that's what that is. It has to be. Because anything's like, a cult following. That's, 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 a, that's an acquired taste. Uh, number five is The Black Dahlia Murder. Uh, Ver- Verminous? That's a good album. Very good album. I, I enjoyed that one. 984. A lot more 3%. technical than I expected. Now, we got a big jump here. We went from 2.09% to 3. Like, that's a full percent. <laughs> which we've gone starting from 40 at 1% all the way to 6 at 2%. I appreciate this name that you're about to announce, like, being back up there. Because you, you know what? This this means that, like, the fan base did not give up on them. 4 is Trivium. What the Dead Man Say. Great album. 998 votes, 3%. Beautiful album. Um, honestly, I think after the last album, Sin in the Sentence, when they got their new drummer, I think that was like it. Like, that's what pulled them. Like, they went back to the, the heavy shit, the fast shit, the stuff they're good at. Mm-hmm. And that's what brought them back. I mean, I'm sure his Twitch stream helps a lot as well, because <laughs> that that's also very popular. But it it it's the trivium that I love. You know what I mean? Oh, it's awesome! It's it's all very. It's a, good. it's a sweet sound. Plus, I like the fact that like they they actually have the uh, benefit of like awesome production now. Mm-hmm. So, so you say what say what you will about like the old school way of recording, the new school way mm-hmm. of produ- recording. There's awesome production tools out there now that will make you sound sweet and clean. Mm-hmm. And now that they have that, it's like fantastic because their older albums like, have like mm-hmm. a rawness to it. But now it's, it's one just, of like, the one of the few bands that actually have. Almost all their original members too. I mean, I don't want to go back to you know um, the Inferno album because that was way way before. But since Matt Heave has been lead singer, they pretty much had Corey. Mm-hmm. I can't remember their bassist name the whole time. It says something. Drummers have been in and out, but drummers suck anyways. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, number three, Marcus, <laughs> is Deftones with Ohms. Okay. Eleven forty-six. Three point five three percent, almost half a percent up. I feel like that's like a that's like the tool effect. Haven't put out anything right. in like a long ass time. So exactly, Ohms isn't bad. Like compared to like, th- there's some years of Deftones. And for me, it's unlistenable. Like I'm an, I'm like the first two albums Deftones guy. Like you yeah. lost me a White Pony, and that's where a lot of people got into Deftones was White Pony. And it's like no no that I'm out. Works. No I'm around the fur and uh, adrenaline. Personally, well, I mean, that's like in flames because you started originally at the beginning. You oh, kind of yeah. lost them throughout the middle, and then oh, you, yeah, you know what I mean. Some, there so. were some, there were some dark years in flames too. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, number two. This is kind of a fun one. Uh, Sepultura with Quadra. Uh, Thirteen nineteen votes and four oh six. Never a band I really got into, but I know they're very popular. Now. I'm going to say very little, not doing like a lot of research like mm-hmm. going into this. I actually wonder, are they still with that singer that yeah, they have? Okay, okay, it's still, okay. Yeah. Like since Max got, like... In- uh, so, I think uh, there was a live stream of Sepultura, correct. And I believe Matt Heafy was in it as well. God, those guys got to be as old as dirt, too. They're, they're up there, man. Um, Christ, I saw them. Uh, is, what is it? Roots, bloody roots. That's the song I'm thinking of, right? That's Sepultura. Have you uh, have you ever gone to the movies like by yourself? No, I like have you ever that. just like 
Like, you have nothing to do tonight. I'm just going to go to the movies. That's why my PlayStation's like, for. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really a moviegoer unless I'm with either a girlfriend or, you know, okay. a few people. I got you. I got you. We, we had different different way of life sure. like back in the uh, back in the early days and when I first got my license like it was like a like find an excuse to go for a drive and like sure. I decided I really wanted nachos one day and like went to the movies by myself oh, the I reason know. why I bring this up is I actually went to the Palladium by myself one day okay like there was literally all my friends like literally had something going on and like there was nothing going like girlfriend was or maybe a single I don't even fucking remember but I was like I like literally have nothing to do today so I'm like, what the hell? And I literally drove out to Worcester randomly and just went to the Palladium to see who, like, what was happening. And it was a Sepultura show. So I'm like, okay. Fuck yeah. Why not? You, it's not like, because my rationale for it was, it's like, it's not like I can have a conversation with somebody in there. It's like loud as shit. Exactly. So it matter, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're not wrong. So I actually saw Sepultura, like, at the Worcester Palladium, like, by myself. That's cool. They're that. a good show. Concert I could go to by myself. That, that'd be a different thing. You know what's weird is when you go to eat by yourself. That's weird. Oh, I could do that all day long. <laughs> yeah. I actually... Another funny story. So, like... Okay. I, uh, I actually went into an Applebee's one time. I actually brought, like, a newspaper, like an old fuck. <laughs> and I went to the hostess, and I asked her for a table for... Like, I asked her for a table. And I'm like... She's like, how many? I'm like, one. <laughs> Just me. Like, if you don't mind, I'll actually take a booth if you have one available. It was, like, lunchtime. Like, yeah. it was completely, like, wide open. Yeah. It's like, I'll take a booth, actually, if you don't mind. And, like, the wait, <laughs> the waiter had to come over. It ended up being a dude, which was, like, kind of weird. But <laughs> it's like, hey, man. What's up? What's up? Hey. It's like, how you doing? How you doing? I'll take a tall Bud Light. <laughs> take this appetizer and this for my, my entree. You can bring them in segments, please. That'd be awesome. Just kind of enjoy your day. I suppose if you're on lunch or something, you just kind of. You know what I mean? But the whole bar seating thing? Oh, God. All day long. Well, bar, bar is a little different. Because I don't, I don't love fast food. Like, fast food doesn't, like, excite me. Like, it's I'd rather go, be... if I'm actually out and about, I'd rather go for, like, a meal. Sure. I mean, it's... Especially if I'm out and about. Thing, because... But... Like, especially if I'm out and about. Because, like, obviously, like, if I'm out and about, I'm probably close to something awesome. Sure. So, like, let me go sit down and have me a meal. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's totally fair. Another thing that was taken away from me in 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can still, depending on the place. But, I mean, give or take. Yeah, bar seating's not much of a thing in Massachusetts Thank God right now. for Guy Fieri. <laughs> Seriously, though. He's literally raised, like, almost, like, 20-something mm. million dollars for restaurant workers. That's huge. That's I mean, pretty cool. Him alone, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's pretty sweet. I think it's, like, a $500 grant per person. But, I mean, it's something, man. At least, you know, it helps someone out. See, luckily, we're close to the New Hampshire border. Like, you can actually sit at the bar in New Hampshire. I think Mass, you can, right? I don't know. I think they backed that off. Oh, they did back it off, didn't they? Yeah, that's true. Oh, we have to, like, we have to, like, put our masks on in between bites or something. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't quite understand that. Yeah, I'm all all set. It's just more work than necessary. All right. But anyway. We digress. Absolutely. Number one. Oddly enough, the music that we can hear and you can't in our headphones. Oh, wow. It's like fate. Uh, God with Lambs. Uh, the album for Lamb of God is a self-titled Lamb of <coughs> God. At 15, 63 votes at four, almost a full 5%. Another. That, that's actually a great album, too. I think, I think I've think i done the review on it, like yep, on, this, on this platform. That, that's a great album. Mm-hmm. 
great, great album. Have you, did you see the, they put out two, like, at-home little things where they played, um, I think Walk With Me In Hell, and they played a new song, but it was just, like, all them in their house, like, different videos. Oh, okay. And they all played together. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they played the song. It was pretty cool. That's gonna be damn near impossible. You know what the craziest shit, though? As I was watching their bass player, he plays every note that the guitars play. I mean, he's fucking all over the shit. Like, I was impressed. I think I heard that about that. Like, the the way that, like, they actually wrote it. Like, he's essentially, like, a third guitarist. But, like, they, he's... I mean, both of their guitarists are, like, super talented. It's like Mike Morton. Like, you don't have, like, a power chord rhythm guy, like, with a lead guy over it. You have two guys It's, like, two like, leads, essentially. It's, like, like dueling guitars, yeah, like, pretty the whole much. time. Very interesting band, because, like, they're... And I... For, Forgive me, guys, if I've said this like a million times, like on our show, uh, like their their philosophy of like heavy music is like two very different. Like Mark Morton is more of like the fast, like trill, like mm-hmm. pick, and the other and um the other guy's name is I don't remember his me. name. I don't. So I apologize for that, but he is a more of a dun 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 dun. Yeah, you're, you're so gent action. You have like two different philosophies of like what's considered heavy music, and they just kind of combine them to make Lamb of God. Yeah. And um, the the new drummer's been pretty good too. I think he's done well, especially in this out the most recent one, the one we're talking about at the moment. Personally, but John, John super Campbell. super great album and totally deserving of being uh, top notch. Uh, Willie Adler. Thank oh, you. Oh, is so Chris Adler's brother. Chris then. Adler's brother. We should know that. Oh my God, we suck. Yeah. Whatever. I'm bad with names though. I'm a face guy. Mm-hmm. Art Cruz is the drummer. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, Lamb of God takes, uh, takes the cake there. That's, uh, a cool, uh, that's a cool list of voters, except for the people that voted for, like, Mr. Bungle. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. It's artsy. I don't know. Sure. Not it's something, man. Not an artsy fellow, I guess. There's actually a good amount of albums that have come out this year just just going by this in general that I, I haven't really put into like protest a hero i think we did talk about that a little bit just me and you um buried tomorrow polaris polaris we saw polaris mm-hmm. i forget who with but i know we saw them um i don't remember they were like an opening act too yeah parkway the first time we saw parkway like not with august maybe maybe Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. They were pretty well, good. Well, it was like, it was so long ago. <laughs> it was, it really <laughs> was. Static X. It's weird that that's on here. ACDC. Devil Driver. Really? Okay. Dance Gavin Dance? What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you guys are just getting bored. Whoever voted for that. Seven Dust is actually really low. I'm surprised. Um... That doesn't that doesn't 71. actually that doesn't shock me because I you know, I think Seven Dust is more regional than people give it credit for. Within the ruins, Dan, I know you're not listening, but that's your band. Um, Demons and Wizards, they're fairly popular, but only 91 votes though. That's old school though. Who's the band that we were talking to? They were like, oh, have you guys heard of Seven Dust out there? It's like, yeah, well, like they came from here. Yeah, yeah they kind of like <laughs> they came from this region. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Between here and Carolina. You know, whatever. Same thing. 
interesting. Fire wind is actually in runners up. They even have a number. Interesting. It's just it's kind of neat to see how certain bands are. It's just it's weird. I haven't heard of any of these ones. Like Stinky. There's a band called Stinky. They get seven votes. Well, good. <laughs> good for Stinky. One vote for Night Soil. Abusement Park. Unless you're listening. Makes you wonder how many band members are in Stinky. And how many girlfriends. <laughs> I'm going to go with five band members, two girlfriends. <laughs> Probably. Mushroom Head's on here. That's, wow, I'm surprised. For the most recent album, that's interesting. Yeah, it's all about the name. I guess so. I guess so. Interesting. Yeah, that's the, that's, that's the top. Top albums for you. Voted by you, maybe. I don't know. Part of that. You people. You did this to what us. What do you mean, you people? You people. No. I would love to have that argument with somebody someday. What do you mean, you people? I mean, you fucking people. It's the group in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I call it as I see it. So, to be in the Christmas spirit, I suppose, unless like you're in Germany, because I'm pretty sure that's where Krampus is from. There's a band called Slayer, as in S-L-E-I-G-H-E-R, and it is a Krampus-themed <laughs> metal cover band. Van Halen's Panama, with the lyrics of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Black Sabbath War Pigs, with the lyrics of Deck the Halls. You'll be getting those and much more with the Krampus-themed Christmas metal cover band, Slayer. And their full 2019 performance at the Market Square in Pittsburgh, PA. So this is like Max Sabbath, but evil Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. So, so they make like cover music, but they like change said covers into yeah. theme stuff. They did, like remember that they used to do that Iron Man song, but they used to do Santa Claus. Used to be on AAF a lot at the time. But he would say, like, I am Santa Claus. It's the same idea. Okay, ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, yeah, yeah. similar to that. Or if you even count, uh, I don't know if you've heard it. It came out last year. I didn't know that. Um, Psycho Stick does the song Dracula. Okay. Like that song by Rob Zombie, but as Santa Claus. <laughs> it's pretty good. Like, it's, it's pretty well done. I mean, you know how they are. They're usually pretty silly, but they, they do well with their stuff. Should be our goal for 21. 21 is get them on the show. That'd be cool. I have emailed them. I have to do it again. <laughs> spam, bitches, spam. <laughs> I will write your producer. You gotta, you gotta go full. Um, what's that movie? Uh, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> One letter a day. Yes. Uh-huh. Until they, the, until they agree to come on. <laughs> um. But yeah, Grandpa's the metal man for you. If you like Krampus. Oh, we'll link him up. Check him out. Krampus. Anyway, speaking of streaming. Pauses. All right, so all that bitching, whining, and complaining I was doing about, like, 2020, like, kind of thing. I, um, Anthony was actually a part of one of these. Like, we, we, we talked about that briefly, like, earlier. But, um, I actually paid for. With money. With cash money. Not with sexual endeavors, like you think. And I, uh. Maybe it did. I don't, I don't realize. Well, I, I bundled it with uh, some merch too. So I got a. I got, VIP. I got, yeah. No. Think I, I almost. 
I almost put well not for nothing the VIP bundle it would have had like a cool like little batch backstage pa pass thing it actually had a, a signed uh, set list by the band which I was like okay so I'll get some signed memorabilia that, that, that'll be fucking awesome the only thing that stopped me was I did not like the shirt <laughs> that was in the VIP bundle okay I mean that's fair because to be I'll, I'll explain like later explain but. away so, for my first experience of actually paying for a stream, because I'm going to tell you, like, going into this, like, not to keep digressing, 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 but going into this, I have always kind of, like, raised with, like, an eyebrow kind of a thing, like, the whole paying for the streaming service. Right, yeah. Like, if you want to do the stream, you know, link your socials, link this, link this, link this. But I told you they were going to find a way to monetize this. There was mm -hmm. going to be a way they're going to figure out that they can make cash off of this mm -hmm. and it was going to happen. And like, that's exactly what happened. Now it is exclusively, you need to get the download and the link and whatnot. They won't send you the mm -hmm. link until you buy the ticket. They figured out how to monetize it. It was mm -hmm. actually really fucking simple. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep. Private link. Won't get it unless you buy it. And they even figured out how to make it. So you only have that one link on one device. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. So if you start on your phone, you're on your phone. Yeah. Interesting. But <clears throat> with that being said, so every single year, uh, August the uh, band August Burns Red does uh, August Burns Christmas, and they they uh, from upstairs. She's a loud walker. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my God, like what? I'm like, I'm like looking for like one of us to be like, but like I'm not, so, I'm not like seeing that. But nope. anyway, anyway. <clears throat> So uh, every single year, uh, August Burns Red does uh, August Burns Christmas, and if you haven't heard, they do fantastic Christmas instrumentals. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of like work. it's kind of like I don't know uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra, but pretty heavier. much just heavier shit. Yeah. And Although I do want to quickly point out, I officially listened to Joy to the World by them. This is the heaviest song I think they've ever made. It's a fucking <laughs> Christmas song. Figure that shit out. <laughs> I'm serious. The August Burns Red, they do what they want. Definitely. So obviously, you can't do the live show this year, so they actually decided to like keep on with their tradition. They um they recently, which I did not see the Thrill Seeker uh, live stream. Um, I heard it was good. I heard it was entertaining. It's a good album too. Essentially, what they do though, like they do their full production. They find like their warehouse. They have a whole TV mm -hmm. crew that comes in. They have their full light setup, like kind of a thing. It's pretty legit too. And we um we're fortunate in our circle of uh, peeps here. I happen to have thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment in my house. <laughs> so what I can do is I can set my TV up. I can set the PA up with the subs, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I can run the sound through said PA. Which was delightful for everybody else in my household, but I told them like, "Listen, guys, you're gonna have to suck it up for a couple hours because this is happening. If I'm paying 15 bucks for the ticket, <laughs> I'm getting 15 dollars worth." Yeah, no, totally. And you know what? It was fucking fun. Yeah. I had a blast. I had some brews. I was taking pictures like a big fucking nerd <laughs> of my TV, mm -hmm. like I'm like in the front row. We didn't receive some of it. I'm sending people like pictures, like kind of a thing, but. Here are the couple highlights that I would actually like to like throw out there. So they did a couple of exclusives that like hadn't been released like prior to. Um, like I got to hear the cover of Chop Suey. Yep. 
from System of a Down by August Burns Red. They didn't play it live, but they like played it to open, okay. which I actually forgot about this. Like I didn't put two and two together. They actually always usually play that like prior to their coming out to a show. Really? Because it creates like a sing along atmosphere kind of a thing. Like they'll start with like Chop Suey, okay. and the I've whole crowd will be doing right. Yeah. It's like one of those things. Like you know, it's just kind of happening, okay. like kind of a thing. Like you, but I, I remember that now. That right? They dim the lights and like they start playing like Chop Suey, and they play it literally start to finish. And like right, right. when Chop Suey's done, that's when August Burn Red. Did. And I always wondered that because when I want, I want to bring this up is that like when I saw the cover, like I was like, why though? It's just such a random cover from them. Because they don't do covers outside of the Christmas stuff. You know what I mean? They don't do... Right. That's not their thing. And it's clean lyrics, too, mind you. I was going to say. And that's weird. Uh, I was actually going to throw that, put that out there. It's like, what is the one thing that's in that cover that August Burns Red has never done yet? Clean lyrics. Mm-hmm. Some of the comments that I'm hearing from said cover is, oh, are we going to start hearing clean lyrics? Which, Give or take. maybe, okay, I might be fine with. Like, ABR is my bank. Like, you don't have to me- you don't have to mess with something that's already beautiful. Sure. Like, and they are beautiful. They are beautiful men. All of them, beautiful, beautiful men. Beautiful people, beautiful music. Now, am I against them throwing some cleans in there? No, no, not against it. Not against it. As long as it doesn't, you know, you know, take take over, but take over. Yeah. but yeah, so like that's the thing because if you actually like the other thing about the the comments I found funny, it's like oh that's not ABR, who is that? It's fucking it's August Burns Red, dude. Sorry, it's like it's like literally it's August Burns Red. I don't right. know what to tell you. Like so that that was like a cool like little intro. They played a ton of stuff early on with um from the Guardians album and. You know what? It just brings the light because, like, if you didn't, the the thing is, if you're not if you're not like huge in like August Burns Red and like I, I even myself, I'm huge I'm huge on August Burns Red, but I can't tell you every single name of like every single track. Like a lot, I'm sorry, a lot of it does run together, but it's like awesome. Like you, if you hear it, it's like oh yeah, it's August Burns Red. I, mm-hmm. I, I sure. like, you can definitely tell that. But they played like so much stuff like from the from the Guardians, and it's like wow, that's cool. Wow, that's cool. Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then the other really nifty thing was, and just another side note, another quick digress. I'm Mr. Anti-Reality TV. Like, anything that's live can be staged. Like, kind of a thing. Could have been pre-recorded, could have been edited. We could have been watching, like, a whole production kind of a thing. And if that was the case, you know what, kudos. If it wasn't the case, every single guy in this band can freaking play music like something fierce. (laughs) Because they did the instrument swapping thing. Oh, yeah? So the bass player at one point played the lead. Really? Bass player at one point played the rhythm. That's interesting. Ripping off solos. Like, the guy can play. Like, he's a guitarist. Like, he's a legit Mm -hmm. guitarist. Um, Guitarist playing bass. I sent you a clip of, like, the the drum thing. Like, I caught that, like, halfway through. Like, he was just having himself. Matt Greener, man. Like, redonkulous. Redonkulous. Like, you're just, like, watching, like, the legs and, like, whatnot. But it was actually, like, and I was a big nerd. And, like, I'm sitting in my room, like, by myself, like, a couple of drinks and, like, like whatever. But I actually, it was a really good time. Yeah. Like, 
like you consume yourself just get consumed in it like kind of a thing like try to enjoy it try to be in the moment like kind of a thing like it was actually pretty fucking awesome I mean just being able to see it it makes it's a whole different I mean when I whenever I clean like the house up like on YouTube I'll just find like a random live of a band Mm. and most of the time I'm just sitting there staring at the TV (laughs) not cleaning because you get pulled into it you know what I mean like I gave him a lot of credit, like, uh, for... So, I guess, like, being, like, well done and being... I was very skeptical about, like, the actual paying for, like, a ticket thing. But I can tell you, like, at the end of the night, like, it was completely worth it. Yeah. Like, 100% worth it. Plus, I get to see Santa Claus ripping off whitewashed. This is true. The basics, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Like, that was... That was fucking America. I'm surprised the lead singer guy didn't didn't go Santa Claus. Because I know in, in their, uh... The most recent release of Christmas songs, I believe, the "All I Want Is You." Uh, he is in that same pose as said lady from <laughs> oh, original. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. What's actually funny about like getting the stream? Like I'm telling, I'm telling my uh, my fiance, I was like, oh yeah, this is like the their Christmas stuff. Like they're gonna play like all their Christmas music. It's gonna be like transit. No, <laughs> nope. No, they played like two Christmas songs. That was, was about Carol of the Bells, one of them. Yeah, it was about the end of that. It's like, yep, we're gonna go back to being brutal. That's funny. It was a good time though. Like, I, yeah. it, it was fun as shit. Um, I mean, I feel like they have a little more control over it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no nothing that can get in the way. So, so I, I'm always like forward thinking. So, like, I'm like, I'm like thinking to myself, it's like, would I enjoy this as like a fan of music? Like, would I want this to happen like a more regular basis? What I want, even, like, if they did, like, small show venues and still did the live stream, that way you could see it, like, and I know that was kind of a thing. Sure. Like, like kind of, sort of a thing, mainly, like, with the big dogs, but I'm telling you, man, these, like, the B-level bands, like, the that level right above, like, you're going to get a ton of this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to, there's going to be intimate, like few hundred people venues kind of a thing, and, like, the stuff's going to go over the internet, and... Mm-hmm. It's because they can still sell that the amount of tickets without having technically the amount of people in house. Exactly, and like they, you don't have to travel. Like you're taking off the costs, like kind of a thing. And my fear is like it's gonna make regional bands more regional, but at the yeah. same, I don't know. It's like it's hard. It's hard to say because it like if it's done well, because mm-hmm. I mean I've seen some shitty ass streams too. Like mm-hmm. wait, waiting for this and like testing out the equipment. I think, th- and I'm not gonna make fun of anybody. But there was a local band, or an uh, underground band, I should say, on my Facebook stream. So I'm like, oh, perfect opportunity to test my my sound setup. And this is bad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> it's like, guys, 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 <laughs> guys. Again, I'm bringing up what, you know, what are the, the issues is that you can't tell. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know if, if you're not. If you're right. there, you know what I mean? Like, you're not sure exactly what it sounds like. Oh, that's why, you know, it's, like, absolutely key to have, like, the production crew right. and the, the whatnot. But and obviously not yeah, pretty much not just all in of us reality can. making a music video just live. Even when you guys actually did, yours came out pretty nice. It wasn't bad. And all it was was, like, a, the same microphone that he used for his live stream and just put it really far away. But, um... Yeah, that was a good time. I mean, they are um, they are still doing the replays of the uh, the August Burns Christmas. Uh, it's actually going to be available until January first. 
Um, if you already bought a ticket, you can play it as many times as you want. Like it's, it was it was fun. It was a good time. Like I enjoyed the shit out of it. Like I was happy as a pig and shit at the end mm-hmm. of the night. It was like one of those. Like I'm sad it was over. I'm like encore. <laughs> Keep going, please. It's like please give me one more. Do that thing where you disappear and you come back. <laughs> Oldest trick in a book. So yeah, that's my recap on the live stream. Um, I'm gonna blog it. I'll, uh, I got some more notes at home. I actually like, kind of made some notes on like uh, some of the set list items that I really enjoyed. Uh, bu- I took a, like I said, I was a big nerd. I took a bunch of pictures. So uh, check out our website, and that'll be up there someday, soon. Uh, speaking of nerds, I want to bring this up because it's been through my feet a few times, uh, and I, we've we've talked about Ice Nine Kills. Uh, they're actually they released a graphic novel. Oh my god! Called Inked in Blood, which. The ink part, I didn't understand, except I-N-K is Ice Nine Kills. Um, so, I'll quickly read the summary of said book. So, tying in with the events of the Ice Nine Kills' next cinematic album, The Silver Scream, which is already out, obviously, Inked in Blood follows a bullied teen superfan who's convinced that her favorite frontman could never have committed the grotesque crimes for which he's now standing trial. Um... But when a well-intentioned show of support backfires, this superfan finds herself locked in a life-or-death battle against a copycat killer whose depravity depravity? Uh, makes your favorite slasher film seem tame by comparison. Get your ice picks handy, ink fans. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be some kind of horror-ish thing. Oh my god, that's so awesome. It's pretty cool. Kind of neat. Uh, that bang that bang can do no the wrong. release date is April 27th of next year so it's gonna be a little uh, bit but it is still a thing they got a hard cover and they have a soft cover it's kind of neat though right? oh, that's that's fantastic pretty cool I love graphic novels huh. graphic yeah. novels like they're so cool mm-hmm. like it's it's like I mean I, I, I like artwork in general like mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a visual guy like I, I love I love me I love me my visuals I believe I have brought up I know no one can see this Marcus can see this. One of my favorite band, uh, one of my favorite games in the world is Dark Souls, and I actually own the design works for said Dark Souls. So it's all the artwork that was put into the game. That's pretty cool. It's pretty legit. Yes. It's neat when when a band does it though. It's very random. I don't know why that's in there. Oh. <laughs> if you need to know some Ocarina of Time songs, I got them for you. I got all of them. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sweet. All right. I think we have a we have a main event for you today. Yes, sir. Heavy metal over a six pack. Smashed banana album review. We um we figured we'll, we'll kind of end sort of year. Um, we do, you know, the reviews and stuff and different albums and stuff, and, and we kind of went over, obviously, some of the releases and the top releases. Um, we kind of picked from our own and wanted to do a small review on said album. Um, Smash Banana album reviews yep. coming at you. Um, so I, I guess I'll start since my mouth is moving. I actually have brought up this band God, a while ago. Great band. The band we're going for is Moore's Princi- Princi- Principium? Right? Principium Principium Ace. Est. Uh, I believe the album originally brought up was Dawn of the Fifth Era, 
came out in 2014. Did not realize they released an album in 2017, Embers of a Dying World, which was very good. But uh, released in October of this year, the album in question, or in review, is called Seven. Um, if you don't really know about them, they are a Finnin, Finland, Finnish, I guess, from Pori, Finland, a melodic death metal band. Um, so, and it's exactly that. It's exactly what you think it'd be, too. I mean, you have the gnarly solos, you got the intros, you have the atmosphere in which, which the songs create. Um, it's exactly what you would think of a Swedish death metal band. Um, the guitar work is fucking phenomenal, as it has been since, you know, all their, most of their albums. Um, every song is a little different, I guess, in reality. Um, it's just like an August Prince Red thing where they do blend together because a lot of the solos kind of cross, I feel, sometimes. Um, my only problem with this band, if there is a problem, is the vocalist, who's great, he doesn't change the sound of his screams. It's pretty much the same. So it can get a little repetitive in that motion. But if that doesn't bother you, and you're into the, the melodic aspect, and the guitar work, and the fast, and almost kind of epic, kind of, I'm on an adventure, you know, I guess, you know, folk folklore kind of thing. I mean, these guys are great. His, uh, his, his mel- melodic scream, like we'll call it, like if you will, though, like is is clean like you can make out yes. like what he's actually Correct. saying so yeah. like you don't necessarily lose like the hook of like yes. a song absolutely you're not gonna get a bunch of different like tone changes from no. him but you know what the words are there i don't know this this, this is a band i listen to for the instrumental person no offense oh it's unbelievable like it's, it's phenomenal their 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 breakdowns are I great they're they're it's they're they're incredible like they mm-hmm. Like everything that I've I think heard the from first time I heard these guys, I sent them right to Marcus. I was like, "You gotta check this out. <laughs> Look at this. Look what I found." And I said, "No." <laughs> and then we haven't talked since. Um, no, really. <laughs> um, I mean, the album itself—it's—it's it's one of those things where it's just like this could be. So, Embers of a Dying World, I feel, has a different sound-ish. It, it feels more on the death metal as it is to the um, melodic aspect. It seems a little grittier. Um, Oh, man, we're just waiting. I'm listening to this bridge of a day for redemption. Mm, The first time. That was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the tapping, Uh, it's it's all very nice. uh, My favorite is March to War, if I had to pick one. Um, Although the beginning of a... Actually, no, I lied. (laughs) Lost in a Starless Aeon, which is one of the singles, that's the one you're going to play. That one's... Beautiful. That should have been the opening track. That's just me, though. Nah, that's stupid. <laughs> um, I, wouldn't, I would never recommend these guys. Personally, Dawn of the Fifth Era and this, I almost could feel they could be in the same album because the cool thing about them is they don't lose their sound. I don't. It, they they play the disturbed card where it's just continuing. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't make any weird jumps. They don't choose a different path it's pretty much just what they're good at this is like badass it. children of bodom if children of bodom was like all badass pretty much it's a serious children of bodom 
A serious trill. I like that. I think that's better because I feel like children of bottom. They just kind of fuck around. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just kind of. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the Britney Spears cover now. Are you ready? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like. Oh my God! Stop doing covers. <laughs> Killing me. No, they do the the CCR cover. You know, the looking out my back door when they get the banjo. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little different. <laughs> um, the do do part sounds weird when you scream it, but whatever. Uh, no, but go back to the album. Um, I mean, if, oh. if if you've enjoyed the first two albums, I mean, this is right on board. Like, it doesn't change anything. Like I said, it's a beautiful album. It's beautiful to just run through. All the songs roll together. It's almost a small story in itself, and it's it's fantastic um, for what these guys are. If I had to give it a rating, it would probably be a five. Ooh, certified banana mm-hmm. bread. It's not a six because. A lot of the songs, just the band in general, they don't, I, I don't, like, I'm not, like, enduring of them. Like, they're not, like, the best thing ever since sliced banana bread, which isn't a thing yet, but that's fine. Um, so, <laughs> um, five would be the number. It's, it's a great album. Again, um, instrumentals. It's just a beautiful, atmospheric album. And it fits perfectly in the library. Fantastic. Bazinga. <laughs> Is that copyrighted? Bazinga? Bazinga. Uh, no. I gotta make up my own sound. I'll figure it out. Pruha, hey. Nah, I don't like that. Yes. You, you know, you know, like The Office, he's got like, rit, dit, dit, do. you know, like something like that. Like, I gotta have my own, like, thing. I'll figure it out. I gotcha. I gotcha. It just hear like a weird, like, Eskimo sound in the back. <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure it out. Alrighty. So, <clears throat> you know, if I had to actually pick like one of the two albums that we're going to review today, I would actually say <laughs> this is probably pretty badass. But, um, you know, in a world of metalcore, like you can't you can't escape the metalcore. So, I feel like you have to embrace said metalcore. <laughs> you have to find the metalcore that makes metalcore awesome. Mm-hmm. So, what I found. For your uh, for your pleasures today, band called Make Them Suffer. Did they make them suffer? I have some fun facts about Make Them Suffer. Interesting. Uh, make Them Suffer. Uh, currently signed to a uh, Rise Records. They are Australian heavy metal band, specifically from Perth. Okay. Um, they there has been. I got one, two, three. This is uh, the uh, the album in question today is going to be How to Survive a Funeral. It really um, depends on your position. That is their fourth official release, fifth if you want to count their self-titled uh, EP, or their self, excuse me, self-released EP. Uh, Five-piece band. Currently, Sean Harmanis, Nick McLaren, Jordan Mather, Jaya Jeffrey, and Brooke and Nile. Um, so if I was going to put this into words for you, like what um, Make Them Suffer is, uh, let's say, bring me the horizon, but with balls. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's that, like kind of because it's got the same, for lack of a better term, it's got the same bag of tricks. Okay. It's uh, it's got the heavy riffs. It's got the it's got the um, the electronica, the techno, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the synth action. There's the right amount of female vocal. Okay. In there. It's not overdone. 
like she's not, she's not necessarily like a main attraction, but the the is, songs. Is she, is she just a part of the band, or is it just thrown in? There? I believe it's uh, I believe Brooke and Nile. But is, is she like a guitarist? Or uh, I believe she's the keyboardist. Oh, interesting. That's pretty cool. That's a neat element. Yeah. So I think she's the synth, the synth gal. And she. It sounds very. I had a better. Into the horizon. Oh, here, here we His go. His vocals. Breaking out keyboards, clean vocals. Interesting. Uh, J. Jeffrey is a bass. Jordan Mather is a drummer. Since two, 2017, this band has had a shit ton of like people changes, mm-hmm. um, with the exception of like two people, which is a Sean Harmonis, which is the unclean vocals. It's always the lead singer. And Nick McLaren, which is the lead guitar, backing vocals, and now currently the rhythm guitars kind of a thing but nick and sean are like the two mains like kind of a thing um <clears throat> so the album itself uh you got 10 tracks it, okay it is almost a start to finish like listener okay. so it, it actually starts like with this opener like the step one opener which what i appreciate about it is if you have the uh if you have the spotify app on like the phone and you actually click on the track like while it's playing like every so often they have like videos yeah, yeah. there's just like fields of like flowers like flying everywhere like they just know it's like we know we're pretty <laughs> Okay. They're just doing their thing. Gotcha. And then the first couple of tracks, Falling Ashes, Bones, and Drowned Me, are pretty much bangers. I don't understand how those are any way to survive a funeral. Well, you know, actually, it's funny you mentioned that. So you have step one. So it's almost like it's going to go in steps. Sure. Like, so that's like your intro. Then you have Falling Ashes, Bones, okay. Down With Me, Erase Me, Soul Decay, Fake Your Own Death, How to Survive a Funeral, the attendant and that's just life. <laughs> Those are your track names. <laughs> I like how like that's just life. They just give up in the end. Like it's like, like this. They're just like you know what? Fuck it. Whatever. It's fine. Okay, but I'm gonna tell you that's just life might be the most important song on this album. Okay. The reason why it might be the most important song on this album. So, I think the most popular track that's actually on this whole album is "Erase Me." I think that's the single that they uh, okay. they've actually come off of. This. There's been a few others, "Soul Decay," and whatnot. Um, this thing kind of happens. So it's a ten-track album, track eight and nine. So the title track, "How to Survive a Funeral," and then track nine is this weird song. Like song, they call it the attendant. The attendant. Okay. So my two gripes with the whole album is like track number eight's got this weird off-put. So like I was saying before, how like the female vocalist like shows up at like appropriate times, kind of a thing. Yep. How to Survive a Funeral, the track itself, is, like, the only time where, like, her chorus is just, like, weird and off-putting. Like, it doesn't, it's, like, it almost, like, turns into, like, a different song, like, when she plays. Hmm. I'm actually playing this for Anthony right now, so he's going to hear, like, the vocals and, like, whatnot. And then, like, when she kicks in, like, the whole song just, like, kind of changes, like, kind of a thing. And it's just weird. Like, it was, like, there you go. Sometimes like you change the song. Right. It's a it's a whole different like thing. <laughs> so then track number nine, this this thing called the attendant, is like this slow ass like ballad kind of deal. I guess like their version of it. So I'm like, okay, track eight's weird. I, got, I like the I like the piano use though. Like there actually is a use for the keyboardist. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's actually some yeah, actual yeah. There's like, like there's actually it, there's, nice. there's substance there. Like yep. I get that. It's not like I'm just gonna go, you know. Like. But this clean song thing, like, and this just keeps going. Like, it doesn't ever. 
In fact, it gets softer. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so I'm like, oh. Because oh. I, because like, you know, like when you have ten tracks on like a disc, and like you get through like seven of them, and you're like, okay, okay, you're like ready we get, for more. We can, we can, we can listen to all of this, and then like I'm like, oh, oh, boo, oh, and I'm like, okay, well they just like hit the hit the toilet, and then <laughs> they end with this banger called "That's Just Life." It's almost like they were trying to tell you. It's like, oh, okay, well you know, track eight, and track nine, like that just kind of happened, but you know what? That's I feel like. You have to, like, most bands have to have some kind of ballad, pretty song. And it's actually arguable that That's Us Life might be top two on this whole album. Okay. Like, start to finish might be top yeah. two on this whole album. But overall, Guitar speaking, work's pretty good. It is. And you know what? It's, it's, there, not, it's, it's like enough. You know what I mean? The little dually doolies in there. Oh, absolutely. Like, and like they're technical enough like to the mm -hmm. point like like they have like the right transitions. And they're, they're not ripping solos. There's not like a whole lot of like scale action going on, Like, but they have like nice fills. Like, and it's have, not just like open, 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 right. open, 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 slide. No, open, it's, open, open. it's like, very it's, enjoyable. And for not being like a sing-along, I mean, there's enough there's enough going on in like, the creativity of the songs. I think that's what I actually like about it. Like there's creativity in these songs. Which kind of create the hook. Like you, you don't always get like sing-alongs. Like when you have heavy music, like you have to like create the hook in other ways. Like mm -hmm. whether it be creativity, whether it be a guitar riff, whether it be a just you know like an overall sense. Um, so yeah, like I go back to like my previous thing. It's like it's this is Bring Me the Horizon, but with balls. That's like, fair. They stay heavy, except for those two tracks. Sure, they, sure. They they stay heavy and like. When the female vocalist is incorporated, it's usually very pretty, very like very appropriate and very like cool. Like mm -hmm. interesting. So if I was gonna do a Smash Banana album rating on How to Survive a Funeral by Make Them Suffer, we're gonna take into account the whole catalog. Uh, tracks number eight and nine did happen. I'm not happy with them. But I would say a solid four. Okay. Like a four ski. Yeah. Like, we'll definitely make it in my playlist. I will mm -hmm. actually, I'm not completely familiar with, like, their per previous sure. three albums, but now that I know one, I'm going to go back and yeah, see. Yeah, it's kind of like a, like a See what, a bit. These, uh, what these original members of this band, because there's <laughs> been a, hold on, just for fun, let's count them. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Yeah, it's not as bad as Trapped. <laughs> but there's some, there's some short time stuff in there, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, can you just write this the riff and then go away? Twelve to thirteen and fourteen to seventeen and looks like they had a rough patch. This Richard dude, he didn't Fucking even make Richard. it. To, he didn't even make it to the first. God damn it, Richard! He probably bought the van to transport him and then they got rid of him. Oh, I actually wanted to bring this up. So, <clears throat> let me find. Okay, here you go. They have toured. I'm gonna read this uh, this paragraph on Wiki uh, verbatim. They have toured with many notable bands, including Architects. Thy Art is Murder, Parkway Drive, Midi Affliction, uh, uh, Purus, Bleeding Through, Stick to Your Guns, North Lane, August Burns Red, Oceano, Job for a Cowboy, White Chapel, and War from Harlot's Mouth. The band completed a headlining world tour in 2017 in support of the Worlds Apart album through Canada, USA, Europe, UK, and Australia with supporting acts Wage War, Enterprise Earth, Novelist, Spite, and Alpha Wolf. In 2020... Keyboardist, clean vocalist, Book of Nile, took time away from the band during COVID-19 
to appear on the eighth season of Married at First Sight Australia. So random. If you have never heard of the, the show Married at First Sight. I can only imagine. So what it is, and you know, I'll even read this verbatim. Uh, this is the Australian reality version of the television series uh, in which strangers are paired together by experts and unofficially married. Uh, so what they do is like some guy actually like plays matchmaker, puts these two people together, they become they unofficially to married, out their life. and then they televise it. So yep. sounds about right. like a TLC thing. It kind of makes me like want to like go find like the episodes and be like, that's the girl from I know where Make you've been. Suffer. She's from Make Them Suffer. And it'd be curious to see her actual like, like what her life's like. You know what I mean? If she like still follows the metal music or. She's... And I hate to be that guy, but. If she's on the TV show, you know what that means. She's fucking hot, dude. <laughs> I suppose. You're like, not wrong. Gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. I, if she's imagine. on TV, she's gorgeous. Although, I, my, she, the wife watches Nine and Day Fiance, and they're not that. Well, your wife watches weird shit. Sure does. Every, everybody I watch is gorgeous. <laughs> I only watch gorgeous people. <laughs> gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. Nice. Alright, four points for Make Them Suffer. Good Beautiful. album. Like I said, Bring Me the Horizon with balls. Do it. That's the way we're... Don't do we're, the balls. That's the way that we're um, rocking nowadays. I did, before the album I picked, I, I was originally going to do this small EP, um, but I didn't because I found the other one. So, uh, Soil Work. I believe I discussed Death Diviner a little bit and how it's kind of like a... Like a... Like a tool kind of sound uh so this album or ep uh consists of five songs in 36 minutes mind you the first song is 16 minutes long um the album uh, sorry the songs consist of a wisp of the atlantic which is 16 minutes and 31 seconds uh the nothingness and the devil feverish death diviner which i brought up before and a cover on here which is a little known song by some birds known as desperado now, it took me almost all three minutes of the song to realize that this was Desperado, <laughs> because I don't know. Like, luckily, I know some of the words, and by some of the words, it's pretty much a Desperado. Why don't you come to your senses? And that's the only part I picked out. I'd say so far, they only share a name. <laughs> it's literally a Sorrow Work song with Desperado lyrics. Now that is making it their own take. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. Be like the thing with it is that like my issue the my issue with with the with the covers like this is that you lose a song and it defeats the point of being a cover. You tell me when you find the song. I don't know, man. Like, System of a Down pulled this off. Like, when they did the Metro, Metro. if you actually but, hear the original the version is, of the Metro, the like, is that me is, like, something completely different. Comes in right here. It, it's weird because it takes the chorus and takes it, like, cuts it in half. And, like, the... The 
second half of like the chorus, like it says desperado, <laughs> but then stops, and then the come to your senses part is like the verse. It's weird. It's weirdly put together. Yeah, the, uh, the pace of the song, like it's the original, the original desperado must have been like eight minutes long. You know, the fact that they did this is like three. Fun and a half. fact, because I just looked it up, this song is ten seconds longer. <laughs> <laughs> Figure that shit out. It's three times as fast and somehow ten <laughs> seconds longer. Because I'm thinking, I was like, the other one's gonna be mad long. No. Other one's 334. This one's 344. Super fast punk version. Yeah, they just extended it. There's probably like a nine-minute solo in it, I would imagine. <laughs> but yeah, it's an interesting one. So if you if you really feel excited, check it out. I like Soil Work. I think they're interesting. Oh, Soil Work is a great band. The neat thing about Soil Work is I'm pretty sure their lead singer, Bjorn, has been at least in every band's song at least once. Because that man has more cameos than anyone I can think of. Oh, so a great band. Oh, yeah, they're good. Swedish. Saw them live early. Very Swedish. Only in festival form, though, I think. Uh, actually, hold on. Let me think about that. No, maybe not. Might have. Hmm. See, me and the Palladium. I used to spend too much time with the Palladium. They have a, they have a lot of good tunes. A lot. A lot, a lot. Between a lot of albums. We either gotten to the point where, like, my concert experiences that I can't remember all the concerts I've been to, or I'm just getting too old and I'm starting to forget them. Yeah, that's how it always works, man. I actually have the Living Living Infinite as the album I have. This Momentary Bliss is probably my favorite song. It's very good. It's pretty absurd, but it's very good. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the only other thing I wanted to bring up, which I find weird, but uh, Spotify has the kind of thing where it kind of sort of picks a genre. It kind of makes up genres. And one of them was... I don't think I can, Of course, I can't find it now. But essentially, it was like... Um, like, new releases. Or release radar, I think, was the actual term. And I kind of the conclusion that... Even bands that haven't put out shit in a long time... Always put out a Christmas song. <laughs> Good Charlotte put out a Christmas song. Um, Our Last Night put out a Christmas song. Like, just a bunch of random bands that you haven't really heard much from or don't really have anything else going on. Just going to put out a Christmas song. It's very strange. It's very, very interesting. Like, I get it, sort of. But, I don't know. I feel like it's a cash grab. Or it's kind of like, hey. Oh, it's completely. Oh, my God. Completely. Marketing geniuses. I think it's more kind of like, hey, remember? Remember us? Remember we were doing things? Like thirteen years ago, yeah, we're here. It's in, it's interesting. That's it. Release radar. August Burns Red is obviously on there. Um, I believe the other ones that I no, and his he's actually very religious. So Christmas is a very important time. That would make sense. Yes, Frank Sinatra's on here. And Figure I appreciate I appreciate the, the way he Christmases. <laughs> yes, this is how I found the Desperado song actually. Evanescence released a new song called Yeah, Right, which is interesting. Ah, Newfound Glory has December's here. That's the other band I couldn't think of. That also has a Christmas song out, so that's fun. It's interesting. Gonna be going back to old school soil work here. Uh-oh. Stabbing, Stabbing the, the drama. drama. Oh, that's a good song. So good. So good back in the day. Stalemate's good. Something to One with know. the flies is also good. Hey, want to drink some beer? Yeah. Of my chicken park. I'm gonna assume that's chicken parm. 
<laughs> Oop, I paused the wrong one. I want to pause this one. In this episode of Anthony's Trying to Kill Us. <laughs> you guys got to stop making me pick the beers because... Making you? Yep. You guys, I feel like this was volunteered. It was. I had to give my, I had to give my whiskey, In fact, so. I think you said on Monday, it was like, hey, by the way, I got beer for us this week. Sure and I said, did. oh. <laughs> I can pay it this week, buddy. So... That is a that is a a thick, dark. Oh my! Look at that. Here's your fucking motor oil, buddy. Enjoy that. <laughs> Dude, if this is your motor oil, I better change it. <laughs> yeah, that needs to be changed. <laughs> Looks like my fryer oil. <laughs> oh, you better change that too. All right, so we have Christmas morning. So I, I wanted to go with something Christmas related. <laughs> I, I I always try to avoid, you know, like I think. Um, what is it? Sam Adams has a Christmas thing or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I try, yeah, yeah. I try to go off the books. Um, this is a, a very low 9.2, which is technically less than the Pig Destroyer one, so you're welcome. Okay. Um, like I said, Christmas morning from yeah, Hardy. By, by Hardy, .8. Hardy Wood. <laughs> as is alcohol all over my computer now. So... I didn't spill it at all. All right. How thick is it now? <laughs> holding the keys together. Oh, man. This is some black shit for <laughs> Christmas. Wow. Wow. Dude, look at the ring, like, actually stays on the glass. <laughs> it's pretty cool, right? Oh, no. All right. So, Christmas oh, morning, God. Imperial Milk Stout with oh. ginger, cinnamon, honey, vanilla, and coffee. Oh, my God. Hardwood Christmas morning. Oh, sorry. Hey, hardy wood, not hardwood Christmas morning. That's a different morning. Uh, lends a cheerful decadence to our gingerbread stout through deep conditioning on locally roasted Mexican <laughs> chiapas. Chi- 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 yeah, start my breathing. <laughs> coffee beans. So they actually use roasted Mexican coffee beans. Skip the le- leftover cookies and milk. I don't like how they said cookies and milk. It's milk and cookies. <laughs> We don't we don't fuck that around, okay? They went alf- alphabetical order. I guess so. <laughs> and awaken your senses with this delightful holiday tradition, best enjoyed fresh. Well, no shit. Why would I get it old? Why would I enjoy anything old? Well, what they're saying is you don't want to age this one. Does I I get that? I whatever. Uh, Virginia Root series. What the fuck that means? Pour slowly into a stem glass and savor at 45 degrees temperature. I can grab my thermometer from upstairs if you want. Nope. Feels cold. <laughs> but it's at 45 degrees. Alright, buddy, you ready? Alright, let it burn. Christmas time, buddy. Oh, that smells like oil, too. Oh, what is that? Oh, no. What is that? What? What am I tasting? Like, it didn't... It didn't swallow right. No. Oh, that like, is... Like, it didn't, like... It didn't, like, filter down. It, like... <laughs> it, like, turned into, like, a creature. And, like, climbed. Yeah, it was just, like... <laughs> like, it never no. touched the back of my throat. It's just, like, I'm just gonna go in. <laughs> like, it picked itself up and, like... Okay, so, here's here's my fear. Like, you read, like, oh, all the Jesus. ingredients and, like, whatnot. And I was like, oh, d- you know what? This isn't even gonna burn. It doesn't burn. It just tastes fucking weird. 
There's no burn, man. It's just, it's just weird flavor. No, I'm telling you, that's exactly what it's doing. Like, I try to swallow it, and it, like, picks itself up and puts itself in my throat. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even taste it's not It's not hitting the back of my tongue, and that's, like, really weird I've, to me. You know what this tastes like? If you just, like, make cold brew coffee at home? <laughs> like, that's what I get. It just tastes like black coffee that's cold. Right? Tell me I'm wrong. No, no. I see what I see what you're, uh, I see, I see what you're jiving. Um, oh, that's rough, man. Um, oh, God. I'm terrified. I'm getting more flavors. I don't know if this one's gonna get better the more I drink it. Nope, it doesn't. Uh, the coffee's there. Can't uh, chug it. Don't chug this. Oh, no, no, like, no. You wanna fucking... That'd be, like, instant suicidal. Yeah. You wanna see all your organs come out of your mouth? Watch this. <laughs> like... Oh, wow. Like, I like milk stouts, man, but that's rough. I uh, see. Imper- you know, you know, what? You know, you know what, I, what? It is. There's just too much going on. You know it's I've, just too much. You know what I've decided? What if you decide like, that I should never get the beers no, no, no. <laughs> Is that what we're going to go with? Uh, we're going to at least break them up. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's not torture all the time. Next week, we're going to be trying Bud Light. With a twist. <laughs> Bud Light Lime. <laughs> there you go. Bud Light Platinum. Uh, oh, no. No, don't do that. No. That's just no, gross. stop it. That's bad. I don't like, like, Other Mark your, actually. Mind you, your sister used to drink that, and I was like, that's Other gross. Mark actually figured out there's a beer that you can put in the communal beer fridge that I will not touch. Yeah, Bud Light Platinums are bad. Oh, they're horrible. Like, who would like to, who'd, it's who'd like do that? It's like somebody, like, got rid of all the old Bud Light and put it in uh, it's fancier like, bottles. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> that's something you evidently enjoy. Um, I was gonna say something about this beer, but I forgot about it. Uh, I don't know. This is just. Uh, oh no! Now I remember what I was talking about. I uh, <laughs> what what I have noticed, like in our beer drinking experiences, uh-huh. that um, at the end of the day, like collectively, okay. all of us as a group, sure, we're kind of pussies. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> yeah, we don't do imperial. We don't do very many du- IPAs. Dippers. We don't do many IPAs. What? Well, I mean, most IPAs I'm okay, You're okay with, with, but me and Dave usually struggle. But the dippers? No, I'm not into the dippers. I I like, like stouts. Wa- like like I, I like the stouts, but this yeah, but one, this is this is imperial. This is this is like so somebody the, took the royal guard and smushed them in here. So it like, makes it makes it just makes you like think. It's like, wh- what about imperial? Like, would anybody be attracted to? It's like it's almost like self torture. Like it's like self mutilation almost. Like your taste buds just not have to work. At all, like you could have COVID to drink this. Like, <laughs> that's what's for. I don't know. Version one or version two? <laughs> Both. It's already out. So I'm gonna go with version one. I got my vaccine for the COVID, and I got COVID nineteen point five. Fuck. That's rough, man. Yeah, I don't want to drink it anymore. No, one, I'm, gonna um, with it. I'm gonna go with two. I mean, I'm gonna go with one, buddy. But. I'm giving it a two, fully admitting that we are pansy-ass beer drinkers. Like, I figured that out. But you know what? I, I blame nobody other than 2020. So you guys can thank me, because I always go for the extreme ones to really push our limits. Yeah, I try to, like, find ones that, like, everybody will, like, somewhat enjoy. Yeah, like, I try to go, like, oh, this one has hints of, I don't know, grass in it. or Oh, this one was by Pig Destroyer. Like, like, they're obviously very sane people. This one has crushed up toenails in it. Let's try this one. Like, I just go for the weird <laughs> shit because I just want to get a reaction. No, this is. But this was just a Christmas grab. Like this wasn't meant to be like out of control because we've had. Like, no, I want to enjoy this milk stout. Like yeah, like it's a Christmas one, mm. and if mm. this would ruin my Christmas, to be honest with you, Ugh. 
It gets worse. It really does. Oh, man. I'm not sure what to do with the rest of those. Like God, it was only 10 bucks. Oh, oh, wow. I don't know if it's worth it, but oh, God. Wow. Every time, it just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, average 1.5. <laughs> Dave, you lucky <laughs> fuck. Yeah, the one day. Can you imagine the face you would make? Fucking <laughs> 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 being fucking tasers, tasered to death. Whoa, no. And then would probably insult their mother because of how bad it is. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, fun fact. Ooh, I like facts. That are uh, I should probably wait for Dave to be here for this. But uh, so uh, my lovely hometown of Winchester, Massachusetts mm-hmm. has a brewery Was it really? that's okay. coming in. Oh, boy. It's going to be an outdoor brewery. I know the site that it's going to be at. It's going to be like kind of right next to the YMCA in between the bowling alley and an insurance place. Um, so, yeah, the whole outdoor beer garden, the whole nine yards, like come to Winchester, Massachusetts. The fantastic, fabulous Bull Spit Brewing. Oh, boy. I'm like, that uh, would be. Okay, here's the other thing about it. It's like, Winchester, we don't need a fucking brewery. There's like. There's New Hampshire. Like, in there's, general, there's every other town that's like around yeah. us that like literally has like a brewery like Pretty involved much. with it. Like we really don't need this, and like, the fact that they like dragged in like Bullspit. I think Bullspit's trying to get out of the the meat factory. Well, they they're, they're like expanding like something like crazy. Well, I mean, like we brought up there if anyone's aware of like the Wachusett Brewery and the brew yard, like that's what they're doing. It's an outdoor thing, and they're trying to kind of replicate that. But I forget the other like location. But Winchester isn't the only place they're trying to expand to. Like oh, so, a they're, few of them, yeah. they're like rapidly expanding. It's like for what you suck. You got to be careful with rapidly expanding. You really do. Yeah. Plus, I don't need you coming in the friggin' Winchester, Massachusetts, and selling pints at six dollars a pop. Like this is not six dollar pop land. We're American $6 Legion $6 people. We're fucking two fifty for uh-huh. a draft of fucking some kind of domestic crap. Like you have to understand your clientele. Get your genesis here. Get your genesis. <laughs> like and your natty eyes. Like seriously, but like seriously. I'm no, just saying, you're not wrong. You have to understand. Like I don't do a lot of like you socializing in my like, town. Like, like I leave. I half, go. I'm a classy broad. I go. Half of, of Winchester is like New Hampshire people, and that's like, like PBRs for days, buddy. Like, <laughs> like my God, it's like get your Bud Lights and your, your what does Dave say? If it's cold, if it's free, if it's bottled. I mean, uh, like, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it I just bl- doesn't make any sense that you would come in and like, because like that's I, I can guarantee you that would be their their price point. Because the we have a restaurant near us, Blueprint. Um, they they have a lot of the uh, Bullspit ones because they're local, and that's kind of what they do. And I've had like. Some of the, like the porter and stuff, I brought it up, and I'm just, I'm not a fan. It's just not my thing. I don't know what it is. It's that gnarly aftertaste thing that they have that they can't seem to get. They have, it's funny because uh, a little store near us, Vincent's, they have a a small uh, alcohol beer section, craft beer section, and they had, they've had a bullspit one. Mind you, it's funny because there's only one, one of them left, and it's like hay season or something like that, and it's not the one that we were requested. So I keep looking for it, but oh, I went there one. Gone. I went there one week, and it was there. It was only one left, and it was by itself. Three weeks later, I went back to Vincent with something else. Went through the beer section, still there. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> it's the same one that's hanging out there. It's very strange. I mean, I don't know. It's like I just don't. 
said it before. I'll say it some, again. I have no idea how like all these places are actually like surviving. Because like some of them, like I'm sorry, you walk. There's the place that's between like freaking Winchester and Keene, New Hampshire. It's a it's like Granite Roots Brewing Company, mm-hmm. and like since like you know the world ended, we can't go inside anymore, so we can't do like regular glassware and whatnot. But I'm being sold like a twelve ounce pour in like that chintzy plastic cup yeah. like the foggy one like not even like a red solo cup it's like the chintzy foggy yeah. one with like the rings yep. and then i get the bill for it and they're charging me like six bucks for that i'm like crazy. you can't do that no <laughs> that that is a felony sir like, i am being robbed <laughs> if you want to charge me six bucks for the pint man you have to pour me a effing pint yeah you gotta get it's it, gotta you know. be like presentable like you can't give me a fucking plastic fucking yeah. like bathroom cup literally <laughs> like pretty much this is what i used to wash my mouth after i brush my teeth it's like and then at the same time like they have like these food trucks coming and it was like the main lobster food truck where like the cheapest item on there was like the lobster bisque for like 14 bucks and it's like, <laughs> which was which was phenomenal by the way oh i can imagine like, lobster for days and that thing. oh yeah like, it's so good so good but it's like I don't know. I just don't understand this like whole clientele thing. I was like, let's go to Winchinin and like just hit them up for like six dollars a pint. And it's like, dude, I better be fucking drunk by the time I get to you. <laughs> yeah, you remember the last time? I better hit the Legion, the fucking Toy Town Pub, the uh, Thirsty Turtles. <laughs> go town over the Thirsty Turtle yeah, and yeah, then that's, come that's, back. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's different town. Yeah. The Red Onion. God, yeah, you're probably uh, gone. I would imagine. Ken, love you. Mean it. Yeah, I, Give me a show anytime I want. Nobody would come to it, but we no. could we could play. We may not even play. It's fine. Um, <laughs> no, I think we need to get a new brewery on soon. I know COVID's been rough, and we, we brought it up before. We would like to get there's a few there's a plenty around us that I think we could we could definitely reach out to, the River Sticks Brewing in, in Washington, um, sorry, Fitchburg. I know they could probably jump on. Oh, some great ones. Uh, that one in Keene, uh, Branch and Blade, or Branch and Blade. Yep. Branch and Blades. Feather and Blade. I think it's Branch and Blade, I'm pretty sure. Branch and Blade. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. The Peterborough one was up. That's Post and Beam. Post and Beam, okay. I'd like to get them on because I'd like to talk about their pricing. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, no. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. Okay, long story short. this is Here's the deal. When you buy, like, just to put it in perspective, when you buy a keg, you're buying a bulk product. Right? So technically yes. You're not buying like a six pack, a twelve pack, a thirty pack. You are buying a three hundred and fifty two pack. Roughly yes. So the, therefore you are getting a bulk price for yeah, said like, yeah, like plus you have an item that has a yield. Okay. Depending on how well you pour it. Correct. There's a yield. Yes. So if you are I don't know, a place let me just pull a random, uh AKA post and beam out of Peterborough, New Hampshire. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and you charge <laughs> seven yeah, totally or random. eight dollars for your sixteen ounce pour on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and then you sell growler pours. Now a growler pour, if done well, is sixty four ounces. Okay, that is four pints. Okay, four pints, right? That is four pints that generally comes out of a tap. Yes, which means you are taking an already concentrated product and pouring it how you would normally serve a 16-ounce product Correct. into a 64-ounce product. Sure. Okay. So follow me on this. Gotcha. Follow me. There's generally bulk pricing involved, like if you buy a higher volume. Correct. So That's if you're at a idea. restaurant, if you buy the 16-ounce beer, if you buy the 22-ounce beer, you're not going to pay the exact 
percentage right. it's over usually for less. the 22. It's, it's, it's a little less. bit less. Correct, because it's bulk. Yeah. So when you are Post and Bean Brewing out of Peterborough, New Hampshire, <clears throat> and your growler fill is $32 on top of the growler deposit. On top. Fuck off, bro. That's a little much. Because there's, there's, there's two problems with that. One, you're pouring four pints technically into like my growler, mm-hmm. which I'm going to take home and pour into my own pints. Which would be $24 in reality. Right? Six uh, times four. I'm just right? saying, I'm not getting the full pints that you are pouring. Sure. I'm not getting the full 64 ounces because I'm pouring something that you just poured into a pour that I'm pouring into <laughs> another pour <laughs> and then pouring into my gauntlet. I'm probably not getting four full pints. I should not be paying full price for four pints. And $32 for a refill of a growler a is lot. insanity. That's bananas. Insanity. If you want to pay... Maybe to buy said growler, sure. Can you imagine paying $32 for a four-pack? That would be fucking bananas. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100% right. And you know what? I'm a man of honor. So, like, when I buy growlers from my growler wall, I come home with a full growler of beer. Mm-hmm. So I force myself to fill said growler. Right. But if I, like, you would, it better be fucking, that beer better fucking get me laid <laughs> if I'm paying $32 for a four-pack. Absolutely. And plus deposit. Yeah, plus the yeah, exactly. You're like, I should bring that one back. It's like, I'd just like my deposit back, please. Oh, this is stupid. Thank you. <laughs> You're yeah. no longer on my wallet. Like my eight dollars back. I mean, they, now that I think about it, I don't think growlers are even a thing right now, right? Am I correct? I don't even know. Hmm. I don't. Well, uh, Wormtown Brewery. That's the other one I'm thinking near us, Swister. Swister's got Wormtown. I think it depends on the place because I think Wachusett. I, I think I got a growler filler Wachusett once. Wachusett isn't too bad. They're pretty, pretty standard. I like their in-house beer. Yeah, their in-house beers are like fa- fantastic. Like hmm. Country Ale. Yeah, I'm all set. No. Blueberry, yeah, whatever. Whatever. No, the country ale sucks. Yeah, it's not very good. I'm not a fan of the country ale. But that was a fun, fun rant. Yeah. Take us home, Anthony. Well, kids. (laughs) The only place you can find (laughs) local and international music and beer. Shit. Dave? Dave? (laughs) David? Uh, no, uh, you know, hit us up, uh, email us, HMO six pack, six pack, B-A-C-K at gmail.com <laughs> with your bands, questions, concerns, um, puppies, whatever. It's fine. Send it, send it over. The Instagrams, the Twitters, the YouTube page, all, all the links that we, that your social platforming, we're all on there. Uh, Instagram, we, we do. We, we we follow we do the Instagram sometimes we get some videos up there some some small beer reviews we've done a few uh, between me and Marcus um, sometimes Dave uh, Facebook Twitter we're all, we're all there you know hit us up follow us love you guys and that's the beer review we're done goodbye ciao that is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6 
A-C-K at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.